0: Welcome. Welcome to the inaugural Steve and Rachel podcast where we talk about <laughs> tech, politics, TikTok, yes. and everything N-E-T-ing. in between. And, yeah. NET. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm Steve. That's not my real name, but that's what everyone knows of me on TikTok by. I'm a software data engineer, data scientist. Um, we're from the startup world, Rachel and I, and I'm now in DC. So yeah, that's what's up now
1: yeah and i am rachel that may or may not be my real name i'm also a (laughs) software engineer uh interested in politics got lots of other different interests as well dance uh, lego lots of random things so
0: yeah um so rachel and i actually built a startup together that was acquired last year um at a very crazy crazy time uh (laughs) i don't know how would you rate the experience from um, one to ten
1: getting acquired, of getting it just the acquisition part
0: oh okay well the acquisition is the, the good part but like oh. <laughs> the whole startup experience
1: it i was, give it a uh, c minus a c minus i'll give it a c
0: plus <laughs> how about that i'll give it a c plus
1: uh well, you just said one to ten so i was thinking in terms of numbers i was gonna okay. say around like like eight region because it was pretty good you know but okay there was like yeah. a lot of stuff we had to like deal with and think about and like so much pivoting
0: right yeah, yeah
1: but um, it was so maybe one
0: deep. of one of these episodes we'll talk more i mean actually on your tiktok you've talked at length there on youtube about mm. you know our experience of course you've had to leave out a lot of key details <laughs> from that video Yeah,
1: so that's the name <laughs> of the game and
0: that's what we signed up for um yeah. so as for this tiktok so rachel and i are both pretty you know engaged on TikTok and we wanted to kind of create a podcast, a weekly podcast, usually probably going to be around 10 minutes where we give our very unique perspective on various issues that are going on in tech and politics, TikTok, data, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think we have a very unique perspective
1: Mm
0: -hmm. on how the world, the startup world operates, how the political world operates and of course we can't say everything that's on our mind because of various employers <laughs> NDAs. and NDAs NDAs on NDAs don't want to get
1: sued uh,
0: but yeah that is what we're going to be discussing so if you're interested continue to listen um okay so today i thought we could talk a little bit about uh facebook tiktok and twitter and the data that they track on all their users for those of you who don't know there's a lot of incoming legislation around regulating big tech uh what they should be able to do what data that they, they, should, they should be able to collect um mm. so here's a little bit of context from my background with respect to data so <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago i started to refer to myself as a data engineer on TikTok, and people were really confused as to what that is you know we've mm. heard a software engineer you know coding all that mm. kind of stuff um but people haven't realized that the past couple of years has just been a huge amount of data that requires a like a full time engineer just to ma- manage. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and here's some stats just to throw at you. I mean, Google, Facebook, Microsoft store a, a, according to this website, one point a uh, thousand petabytes of data um, mm. in the in the world today. There are forty four zettabytes of data, which I don't even want to know how much like that that.
1: word yeah like
0: even heard that quantifier so that's just like insane um and i I think people don't realize that like especially because we're used to using the front-end interface for whether it's tiktok or twitter we don't really see the data behind it and how it's tracking every Mm -hmm. movement um and so going off that a couple of weeks ago i posted a tiktok where i just was displaying the amount of data that tiktok uh twitter was collecting when you would just scroll on the app, you know, just like click like and scroll like one inch. Um, and it was just a bunch of JSON files, which are just data files that were being sent back to Twitter servers. And that, that TikTok got a lot of traction and people were like, Oh my God, what the <laughs> hell? Like what they, they care when my mouse is placed on the screen. Um, and people in tech I, that were on that TikTok were not surprised, but everybody yeah. else was like, What the fuck? Like, I had no idea this was a (laughs) thing. Um, So, I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about data privacy in general in the next couple Mm. of minutes, um, our perspectives on it. Actually, just I think, believe last night, China just passed a new data privacy law, which Mm. um, many people might call. I- ironic coming from uh, the, their government, but that it, yeah. you know maybe some people might say it's controversial. Mm-hmm. But China has a data privacy law before the United States, so yeah, that's that's fascinating. I thought that. What was the really
1: motive behind that? Do you uh, know,
0: I th- there's a lot of conflicting reporting with respect to China's new legislation. Mm-hmm. People are saying it's to kind of, um, pr- you know, give the appearance that they are trying to prioritize data privacy there's a lot of different perspectives some people think Mm. that the chinese government just wants to promote trend you know transparency and respect people's data privacy yeah i don't know that's what what do you think what do you think their intentions are do you think they're as uh pure as maybe they are conveying it's
1: hard to say like i don't know if i would take the extreme point of like oh they're only doing this just for appearances because i feel like I don't think they care. They do care about appearances, but not to that extent where they're like, we're we're going to like pass this entire legislation. Or they would like
0: sacrifice their own access to data. Just, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's probably like a mix of a few things that you mentioned and like some other things you probably don't know about.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, One of the laws, um, not only do they put it on like the private sector, this data privacy, these data privacy regulations, they also imposed it on like certain state actors they didn't mm-hmm. they were very broad with how they described that um basically saying that parts of their government would not have full access to you know data user data which the us government cannot say the same because mm-hmm. you know with the nsa and all these agencies that are their whole job is to track every little bit of our data um mm-hmm. they they have very little uh filter in
1: what they can't mm-hmm. track um
0: wait but, so does that
1: mean like they wanted certain smaller departments of maybe other parts of government to not have access to certain things.
0: That's what some people are saying. Um, I don't. The law is so new, and I, I frankly I still have a lot to learn about it. Mm. Um, but I, I think the greatest irony was that China <laughs> had a data privacy law of any sort before mm-hmm. the United States, yeah. um, because it, we've been fed this narrative that you know mm-hmm. communist China is invasive and da da da. Yeah. But it's like, you know, here here we are with no data privacy law in the United States yeah. today. So
1: yeah.
0: um, it's fascinating. So going mm. off that, I guess a question that a lot of people ask around on Twitter, on TikTok is is whether or not data privacy is a real threat. Is it a threat to democracy, not mm. having data privacy? What, what do you think?
1: Oh, is it a threat to democracy, to people? yeah i guess if i were to speak for myself i don't feel the the full weight of it yet but i don't know if i should be concerned earlier because for me like there's a point where i was like oh like whatever i'm not doing anything weird i can get like better ads they can like direct stuff that i like to me but then i have like friends who are like, "Hmm, like i don't know if you should like be too i guess settled and like happy about that because you don't know what's coming next right like it's like right. when Facebook was the thing; you wouldn't expect like uh, extremism to come from it, right? It's like, right. how far ahead do we gotta think?
0: Right, of things that right. we haven't
1: seen yet. So I don't know. I think personally, I I would still be cautious, and I guess keep trying to learn about what potentially could happen and find like a good middle ground at the very least in between. What right. Do you
0: think? Um, yeah, that's that's a really good point. I, I think it's it's like definitely a, a balance. Mm. Um, I, I definitely. I just made a TikTok about this today, where I was listening to a certain senator give an interview <laughs> on data privacy. Yeah. Not going to even touch on who that senator <laughs> was, but um, this senator was saying, "Well, we want to pass data data privacy laws, or to prevent disinformation from being spread mm-hmm. online, um, or from you know another insurrection happening." But i was a little bit frustrated because i, I thought that was a little bit misguided um mm-hmm. you know if the goal is to prevent a january 6 from happening i don't see how data privacy is the answer at the end of the yeah. day it's those recommendation out al- it's the for you page you know yeah. it's the the recommendation algorithms that are being recommended to people and that's how it's like that content is being amplified um so data mm. privacy you know, I, I think people use the insurrection as a way to justify regulating tech. But
1: mm-hmm. I,
0: I think it's like it's not holistic in it in that it is only part of the equation. These
1: yeah.
0: algorithms that recommend content are like, for example, I don't know, on your TikTok page, you can see yeah. like the stats, right, of like how of people that. were recommended to your how they found your video. Have you oh, seen that? I actually
1: haven't taken a like a proper look.
0: Okay, you I should guess. do that. So for every yeah. TikTok, you can see like where the people viewed it. So some, it's like maybe 1% viewed it while they were on your profile. Um, but usually for me, it's usually like 95% of the people viewing my content are uh-huh. viewing it from the For You page or being oh, recommended yeah. the content. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So And that's like how disinformation information is spread. So that's why I, I think data privacy is really critical. I don't think it's like mm. the full picture though when it comes to you know, preventing another insurrection. Yeah. Um, but I, well, I don't think mm-hmm. that senators would really understand the nuance <laughs> What would there, be your
1: so. ideal, I guess, like, regulation of uh, data privacy? Like, what would, what would it look like compared to
0: I don't know. You know. That actually, like, feeds into one of the next questions that we have on here. Mm. Um, in that, like, obviously, I, I think it's important for tech companies to have a sustainable business model. And mm-hmm. I view data usage or data exploitation as that because, you know, you're not physically, it's not like, like Facebook operates different from Apple where Apple, mm-hmm. you have to pay for every single little thing you you use. Yeah. Facebook, you know, they, they're just using your data. Um, but some might argue that Facebook is a lot more equitable and the people that can use the platform versus mm-hmm. not everyone can afford an iPhone, you know, f- 55. So... Um, <laughs> I guess do you think that data privacy, like do you think I guess the w- more underlying question is like do you think targeted ads are are okay or unethical? because that's how these companies are making their money with our data.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this relates back to what I said of <laughs> I really like targeted ads for myself <laughs> because yeah. I don't have to do the work of like finding things that I like but I right. can see how uh, it can be problematic in other ways. Like you remember like the, the target uh, the woman got like ads about uh, related to like babies and pregnancy before she even knew. And then her dad saw it. Right. Was like, what? Yeah. Right. Um, so in terms of my opinion on that, I feel like it is such uh, like a fine line between like stepping over and like something bad, like escalating and it being just like, Oh, like, somewhat helpful
0: right like marginally Uh, helpful yeah yeah it's hard to
1: (laughs) i guess take like a very definitive stance personally for me because i don't know there's so many factors and things that go into it
0: right so apple has done a lot of work um in trying to i guess cut out the competition with facebook i don't know if you've seen uh but on your iphone it'll be like do you want this app to track your yeah. data, your every, and you know, they word it very deliberately because yeah, they like, yeah, yeah. you know, they want you to be mm. like, Oh, well, no, I don't want a stalker, a digital stalker, like ask app to not track me.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: But that even that has been really controversial. Mark Zuckerberg and Tim cook got into kind of a, a fight there because that cuts away at Facebook's, um, entire business model, you know, mm. tracking people using that to target ads, um, but, yeah, you know, with Apple, they've definitely taken that hard stance and saying targeted ads are not ethical. You know, you shouldn't have your digital footprint out there. Um, but there's also been some other complications that they've kind of dug themselves into as well with regards to their operations in China. I guess that's a little bit of a separate story. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I guess Apple, the reason why Tim Cook got into a fight with Mark Zuckerberg is he said his business model was corrupt. But what do you think the optimal business model should be for a company like Facebook? Should it, Mm -hmm. you know, imagine they have no more data and all they can do is, you know, um, provide, you know, a a platform for posting. What is a like a free, a way for people to use the platform for free Mm
1: -hmm.
0: without exploiting user's data. Is that possible? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Like
0: that's like the trillion, literally trillion dollar (laughs) question.
1: I think. Yeah. In our Um, society, there needs to be some way to generate money. And if they don't have that, it's like, how are they going to survive?
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, Like you personally, would you pay money? I don't know, five bucks, 10 bucks a month for Facebook.
1: Uh, no. So. <laughs> no.
0: What yeah. about okay? What about like Instagram, Snap? Like throw all of them in there.
1: Uh, I would probably you pay, pay five dollars a month for TikTok? I would for TikTok. I think. I think there will be a okay. few where I'm like, I want it. So. Yeah. I do. But I feel like it's just, <clears throat> if you were like running the company, would you count on people to like be down to do that? You know, it's like you'd rather like leverage what you have, even if people right. are like, "Oh no, that sounds bad." You know. right and just like
0: (laughs) be like okay we'll we'll minimize the press there and keep our like 50 billion dollars um
1: yeah
0: i i guess that's the issue is that it's a trade-off no one will ever be happy you know people don't like apple because it's too expensive well people Uh don't like facebook because you know you pay the price with your data so it's i i don't know who's going to come out the winner Mm. these are really big powers that be that are are in this fight um i guess to sum this all up the U.S. Congress will be uh, passing or voting. I don't know about passing on, on mm-hmm. legislation in the coming weeks with respect to big tech regulation. Um, so we'll see after that how things will pan out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the gist of this podcast. We t- touched on a lot of very important uh, <laughs> questions that are uh, posing a real threat to our you know, our country, our mm-hmm. democracy, et cetera. Um, next week, who knows what we'll talk about. We've, we've had some ideas on the mix, maybe the Trump administration's in Trump administration's involvement in Grindr. No one has talked about <laughs> it, but I think yeah. it's a, as a gay guy, I think it's really important. Um, mm-hmm. maybe we'll be talking about some of BTS's, uh, data practices, you know, we'll, yeah. you, you never know. So you'll have to you check back. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for, for listening. You can go follow me on on, on TikTok at Steve Jobs underscore six, (laughs) six, six. And Rachel, you want to plug yourself?
1: Yeah. My TikTok is at Ray Shallow underscore. So that's Ray R-A-Y and then Shell S-H-E-L-L and then underscore.
0: (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Um, And yeah, we'll be posting this on Spotify. Maybe we'll put a little clip on TikTok. And if you enjoy it, please follow us on Spotify and all the other social Media apps. Isn't the, isn't it so ironic that we're like, please go give us all your data. <laughs> <Yeah. at> TikTok? <laughs> you no, know, it's terrible. But go, go give it. Uh, anyways. Yes. Ah, anyways. All right. Thank you guys for listening and have a good one.
1: Thank you. Peace. Bye-bye.